Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the F1 Debrief. Of course, last weekend held the 2023 Japanese Grand Prix. And once again, I'm joined by my co-host Alex. Welcome aboard, Alex. Thank you for having me again. Um, what do you think of the Grand Prix this weekend? Uh, back to regular programming, I reckon, is the best way to describe it. Uh, it was good uh, to watch the, the the race up into second place, and uh, that was the only entertaining bit. <laughs> so yeah, literally just a normal Formula One race that we've had throughout before the summer break. Uh, so if you didn't get the hint, and Alpha, yeah, yeah, that's it. If you didn't get the hint, Max Verstappen won once again. Uh, started first, yeah. finished first, um, and he he was just again unbeatable. Um, Unreal. Yeah. It's, it's like, unreal how no well they words. Exactly. No. He, he almost got passed on turn, turn one and lap one by both McLarens. That was the most exciting uh, part of the race. But, <laughs> for Max, at least. <laughs> um, but after that, yeah, it was clean sailing. Not even the, the, not even the safety car later. stopped him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot about that. But, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Overall, it was a it was a eh race. Um, there was a lot of behind the scenes action, which we'll get into as we go through this list. Um, but in terms of on track action, there wasn't too much. Um, but um, some big news from the weekend is that um, Red Bull have won their sixth constructors um, championship, which is mega considering yeah. how well Perez has been doing the last couple rounds. Yeah, and it's even also more mega the fact that there's still six races to go. Yeah, so it's pretty unreal. Um, plus, uh, we did some off-air chat about he, if he wins every race for the rest of the year, he will match Sebastian Vettel's uh, total of race wins, which is 54, which is also insane, considering majority of that has been this year. Yeah. Um, what he's already up to uh, what eleven now? Uh, so yeah, what was what was Vettel's record for the win year? It was thirteen. Now I think we yeah, we I discovered so. that Max has already won thirteen this year. Uh, so one mm. more race, and he passes Sebastian Vettel in the all-time wins for a season. Um, which would be crazy. thirteen. However, That's look, crazy. the the modern era has a bit of a more advantage because there are four more races than Sebastian Vettel had that year. So, you know, you know, take a grain of that salt. Is very with, true. Take a grain of salt with that. You know, if Vettel had three uh, three or four more races, he could have won three or four more. Sure. Mm. Nevertheless, it's like the past is the it's past. Like, um, it's like the um, most because like, obviously uh, Red Bull now. Are, have won the most races in a season, uh, which used to be McLaren back in 1988 when they won 15 out of 16 yeah. uh, Grand Prix. And the fact that they had 16 versus this year, what, we got 23. <laughs> so yeah, a bit of a jump. It's a bit of a so jump. So it's hard to compare. Yeah, but nevertheless, like, let's just say it was a 19-race season, right? How many would we still have left? Mm. We'd still have four. No, sorry, two. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Two to go. So um, if he wins the next one, he's passing no matter what. Yeah. 
But uh, And also, speaking of that next round, if he wins either the sprint race or the Grand Prix, he can actually clinch the title. Oh, really? Uh, which, isn't a surpri- which isn't a surprise. Um, five but races to go. Five races to go, he can actually just run away and stop driving for the rest of the year. I reckon for the rest of the year, he shouldn't be allowed to qualify. That's it. If you he should start at the back every race. That'd yeah, be interesting. Well, he should just gonna lose. Yeah, yeah I, want, I want. Come on, let's get um, Norris winning. Yeah, or Piastri. And speaking of them, yeah, they had a great weekend. Uh, a second and third place, respectively. Um, they both also started uh, second and third with Piastri starting ahead of his teammate. Um, and yeah, Piastri's got his first F one podium uh, in his rookie season. First time in Japan. Um, so it's a pretty good um, achievement, if you if I say so myself. Yeah, that that I reckon that part there, the fact he's never raced in Suzuka on at Suzuka <laughs> before, and just comes out P two. Yeah, no worries, and chucks it on the podium, first attempt. Like you, besides a race win, you could not have asked for a much better debut at a track. It was a very good lap too. Uh, yeah. Let's ignore the fact that Verstappen was half a tenth. Half half a second faster. Yeah, of course he is. He's Max Verstappen. But for a rookie, in a car that was an average, like a, it was a shit box to begin the year, it's now the far second fastest car this weekend. Yeah, that's crazy. Even faster it's than their crazy. their um their uh, customer car. Yeah, literally. And you know, just to think back, round one, that team literally qualified. It was eighteenth and nineteenth. Hmm. And now they're second and third. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a team actually improve that much during the season. Yeah. And because of that, it actually is fun to drive them in the in the F one game because <laughs> they're actually decent. Yeah. Well, it also just means that there's more competition at the front, which is great. That is true. That is true. That has been missing the last couple of years. Mm. And um, no, hats off to them. Uh, obviously, those yeah, those two. Get you know driver the the day for the for the team wise. Um, oh, for sure. You for sure. could not have could not have done better. And then there's uh, poor old Charles Leclerc who had a very boring race. That's yeah. He was that. on his own. He was like behind the set. He was like he wasn't. I didn't really see much of him to be honest. He had no. a, he started fourth and finished fourth. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, and and he had a very similar outing at Singapore. Obviously, he started second. Mm. Uh, sorry, third. Um, but. He was nowhere to be seen, um, visually yeah. and well on the, on track. Like finished uh, eight seconds behind Piastri, um, so which wasn't too bad in the end. Uh, but yeah, yeah. We, we didn't see much of him, and he just drove around by no. himself, really. In a way, it wasn't a bad thing. No, finishing fourth is pretty good if you're on your own and boring. Um, that's probably yeah. where you want to be. And look, given the season that Ferrari kind of had, besides Singapore. Um, you know, you'd, you'd probably take a fourth place for out of the whole year. So, but uh, uh, the main thing is, we got it. We actually uh, came out of this weekend. Is Ferrari was actually faster than Mercedes this weekend, with Hamilton finishing fifth after starting seventh. They didn't have a great weekend. I got to admit, they even admitted themselves the car wasn't good. Uh, yep. Their pace wasn't good enough. Um, Hamilton got in the. They they had some quite aggressive battles throughout the race. Yeah, that was interesting. And I don't think Toto would have enjoyed that very much. Um, no, and got... he wasn't actually here this weekend. 
Um, oh, so he would probably hate it even more. Probably a glass table at his house probably broke, um, <laughs> which which is not ideal for him. But I didn't um, know to fix it. But um, oh yeah, he's yeah. got another one ready to go. <laughs> it was very odd to see them battle, and George made a very good point during the race. Like, hey, are we battling ourselves or are we battling other people? What are we doing? Because yeah. um, the thing is, Signs was catching up yeah. because of that. Yeah, and, and, and poor George lost fifth and sixth. Yeah. Uh, in that. and thing is, he did a he because he did a one stop strategy. He's the only car out there that did the one stop. Um, yeah, right. And by the end of the race, his he was just gone. He had no pace whatsoever. And if if it wasn't for Hamilton getting past Russell at the straight on the on the main straight, um, Signs probably would have gone past Hamilton. As well, yeah. Um, Hamilton did a good job to hold off signs because, like we said, Ferrari were quicker than the. It most. was getting close, and um, yeah, science was on the a bit of a, a bit of an attack because it was uh, toward the back end of the top ten for a while, and then yeah, stormed home. Yeah, that's it, and um, yeah, it's just it's, it's it feels like twenty twenty two Mercedes uh, this weekend, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, especially considering how good they did. In Singapore, yeah, um, Singapore's one of those quite... tracks though where you can't really compare it to the rest of them because it's, it's that's true. Kind of a medium to high speed track, or sorry, medium to low speed. I'd even say, mm. and you know, not many other tracks are like that. You'd probably say Monaco, but Singapore's the Monaco version where you can pass. That's all it is. I think yeah. anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, hard to compare, but obviously you can see with power tracks is what I like to call them, tracks that you sh- you show your true speed. Look, you you can see who has that, and that's McLaren and Red Bull, <laughs> and, uh, and it's pretty obvious. And I'm very excited to actually see how they go in Qatar uh, next weekend. Yeah, as well, well. I want to talk um, about that before we finish this a, a, a little bit, if we can, because I got a feeling yeah. that's going to be a very similar track. I reckon. I, I, I'm hoping Verstappen magically crashes and one of the McLarens win. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see about <laughs> fingers that. Crossed. We'll talk about it later. Doubt that will happen, but fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. Um, eighth position, Fernando Alonso, who started 10th. He had a better result than uh, Singapore. Um, yeah, well, he can't didn't... say much for his teammate, though. No. Uh, well, Fernando didn't go across the pit line. Pretty hard to do at Suzuka anyway. Um, so <laughs> no mistakes on that front. Um yeah, honestly, I I didn't really see him do too much. It just kind of ran his own race and you know finished as high up as he could with the car he had. And it was twenty odd seconds behind the Merc of George. So yeah, I, I think he just eighth was probably the best that Aston Martin could have accomplished. To be Which honest. is a shame because they it's literally the polar opposite of McLaren. They started so well at the start of the year. Now they've like, they've just dropped. Um, yeah. It's not as such a big. Unfortunately, it's not a big um, decline. Like they're still battling cars, whereas McLaren were, you know, almost dead last. But I, I, it is disappointing. But it's obvious to see that the other teams have progressed, like Ferrari and Mercedes. They've done better, and hmm. that kind of rolls switch. They're the second best car now. They're probably the fifth best car. Um. Yeah. Which is a bit disappointing, but I think Fernando's pushing that thing to the limit. And um, hopefully there's another track on the calendar. I can't really think of one that would maybe bring them closer to a podium. Uh, But we'll have to see. Yeah, that's it. 
um, still, like we said, we've still got six to go, so a lot anything can really happen. Yeah. Um, I but I think in terms of upgrades, you know, not too many cars are getting upgrades, I think. Um, they're mostly focusing on next year's car. I know Red Bull have just completely given, like, stopped now this year's car. Why improve it? There's no need. Yeah, like, I know, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, Al- into, probably Alonso, you know, that's probably the best he could have done. Uh, yeah, with the car he had, but uh, the only time speaking of that, the only time we saw him, like as we mentioned before, was when uh, what? Well, okay, we didn't actually see them on the TV either. Uh, Ocon and Gasly, ninth and tenth. Um, there was a bit of a controversial thing between the two at the end of the race. There, so um, what happened was uh, Ocon was sitting in ninth and Gasly was tenth. He was the fast. Gasly was the fastest car at the time, um, and. They could see Alonso up ahead, so he asked the team if he could swap with Ocon and see if he could chase Alonso, which they did, but unfortunately Gasly was unable to um, catch up to Alonso and was asked to give the position back. Uh, unfortunately, he, had, he he was he didn't like that too much, and no. you could see his, how distraught he was in the driver in, uh, after-race interview, um, and he, he was really not happy after that. Yeah, yeah. Ocon was, you know, he has he has the right, you know, he's let you through. If you chase him, by all means, go at it. You you failed, you failed, and that was the task, you know. Ocon worked his way to that position during the race. Yes, Gasly had the better pace toward the end, but the rule is, and every team in the world can vouch for this: if you don't pass the car you're chasing, you give the spot back. Yeah, and it's 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 simple team decisions. Yeah, hundred percent. Like. And I can see where Gasly comes from and where every driver comes from in that regard. Look, I was faster than my teammate. I should finish ahead of him. Look, I get that point of view. But, you know, the whole point is, hey, look, I'm chasing down Alonso. And if I get him, I get him. If I don't, I don't. But You would think that... It is a... Um, it is a not a rule. It's one of those um, those fake rules. You know what they say? Unoffic- yeah, unofficial yeah, yeah. rules. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. And... He reacted. No, I know. Like you know, it's points and everything. Like he's actually he's fighting him in the championship and stuff like that. But it would have been he reacted like it was like for the podium or something. Yeah, the the reaction was a bit much. I agree. It's literally for the bottom end of the points. Yeah, it's lit- so one point, literally point, a one difference? point difference, and you're crying over Shit. it. That's it. Yeah. Well, moving on now to to Liam Lawson. Um, look, I. I am quite disappointed he didn't get a contract from AlphaTauri for next year. And I, look, like he even said, I don't think I, I could have done better, um, which is true. And he, look, he's beaten Yuki Tsunoda on track. Uh, no That's incidents, right, yeah. nothing, pure pace. Um, and Yuki he even had a good started, race. Yeah, Yuki even started ahead of him. Yeah, and it was so, actually his... Um, so we'll do a mixed thing here. So 11th is Lawson, 12th is Yuki Tsunoda. Uh, he made it into Q3 for the first time since the Monaco Grand Prix. Uh, yeah, that, which that was a It's great because it it's his home Grand Prix. So um, what, a way, what a place to do it. But they were neck and neck all race. Um, I was looking at the timesheets and they were 8 tenths um, all, pretty much the whole race from each other. Yeah, um, and that, that's a good battle. And that's how you can really compare who's, you know, who, mm. who's it. Um, and they didn't use any um, team orders as well, which is great, for as a spectator at least. Um, yeah. They were able to fight it out for P11. Obviously, it would have been cool if it was a point, 
for Liam, but nevertheless, you still beat your teammate. And look, I really hope that Liam's on the grid next year. I think he really deserves it. And after these last four performances, I think he definitely should be on the grid next year. Oh, if, let me tell you, if, you know, a couple of drivers, some of them shouldn't even be racing Formula One, and we'll get into that. But in my opinion, um, I hope he can get a Williams seat for next year. From the sounds of it, it's really up in the air. Um, from the way he's talking, though, they're aiming at a 2025 seat, whether it's Red Bull or AlphaTauri. But I can see why they kept 25. Did I say 25? Yeah, that's two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, well, next year's 2024. Um, yeah, but that, that, that's... So really, I, I think... I think... Um, yeah, no, it's gone quick. Um, he's... They're thinking of giving him either like a sim role, like reserve driver role sort of thing. Similar to what Ricardo had this year. But speaking of Ricardo, I can see why they kept him on. Um, yeah, he's quick and stuff like that. And he is in contention for the Red Bull seat in 25 as well. Uh, we haven't really seen what he could really do yet. Um, but he brings so much. Um, he's, he's, su- he's such a good... Um, he's so good for the brand. Um, he's yeah. got that sort of character where you can have fun regardless on if he's had a good day or a bad day. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, great for marketing, obviously. But um, I think uh, there has been a bit of a delay. So he actually won't be back in the seat until Austin, I don't think. Yeah. Um, so it looks like Lawson might get one more chance this year. Um, so, which I'm happy about. I'm looking for... I, the more we see Lawson, the better. Get yeah, more experience kind of, just to show that, off. I think that it, this this Qatar Grand Prix, if he's in it, I think this is the best chance for him to get some points because no one, besides the the, the one they did during COVID where they just filled in, there's not yep. much data on this track. No one's no. really done it fully with these cars at least. They didn't race there last year, did they? No. I don't... No, 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 they didn't. Uh, 20... No. 22. Only the... Uh, 21, did they? Did they 21. do it 21? Yeah. Or 20... It was definitely 20, because they filled it in for the COVID year. It was definitely the COVID period. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think they did it last year. So I don't think that, that any of the teams have any data for this uh, this this type of car. You know, the, mm. the new spec of car. So I think there's a great chance for anyone to finish in the points. That's it. And... Uh, which and... Yeah, it is a very fast uh, track full of very fast corners, similar to Japan. Um, Besides from Verstappen, I would hope to see, you know, maybe me might see a good AlphaTauri result, maybe an Alpine result. Who knows, maybe even Alonso might have a good one. But uh, let's move on to 13th place. Zhou Guanyu started 19th. Uh, He actually did pretty well because he actually got um, damage. Um, from f- for flying debris at the start. So he was behind all that first lap crash and yep. unfortunately a bit of um, de- uh, debris hit his, I think, wing, I think. Um, so despite being hurt, he did it. He survived and did rather well. Yeah, I, I mean, showed some good pace uh, for that Alpha Romeo, which let's be honest, has, has, has definitely struggled this year. I, I don't know how they've got it so wrong, but they have. Um, and look, their rivals kind of Haas, I reckon. It, it, Alfa Romeo is such a weird one, but it's good to see that, you know, they, they went forward on the grid 
obviously there were mm. a couple of um, non-finishes. But overall, you know, going up on the grid is obviously a good thing. And um, I just hope that there's a track that's suitable to them coming up because, boy, they I don't think they've finished in the points for a while. It has been, a, I think. I think it has been. I don't. I don't even know how long it has been. Yeah, you. You. But talk, you it's been talk, too long. Yeah, you talk about that, and I'll find it because it's been ages. All right. So, um, yeah, no. Nah, so, and the thing is, they're moving. You know, Audi's. You know, they're going to become Audi in a couple of years, and I really hope they. You know. Yeah. We don't still see them at the back end. I hope they do move up eventually. Okay, it wasn't that um, long. It was Monza. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. But before that, before that, let's have a look. yeah, before <laughs> that was a while. Yeah, uh, uh, no, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's is it? No, no, oh, it's a God. while. Okay, cool. All right, proves our point somewhat. Yeah, a hundred percent. But uh, yeah, no. So other than that, I didn't see too much of him. But uh, speaking of Hass, P fourteen started eighteenth. Nico Hockenberg. Oh, my God. Haas is just a disappointment. And even Magnussen finishing 15th um, behind yeah. Hockenberg. Magnussen's wasn't his fault. I think no, that's true. Thanks to um, Sergio. But... Oh, I, thought, I thought it was Logan Sargent driving that Red Bull. You would, you would think um, hey. with how he drove this weekend. Yeah, we'll talk about it after. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to be a long conversation. No, but these hostels, oh, yeah. I don't know what's going on with them. Um, Nico ended up doing a three-stop strategy. He was mm. ridiculous. Um, you did too as well, actually. Did he? Oh, okay. Yeah, because he pit on lap one for damage, though. But Nico didn't. Yeah, N- Nico's a genuine three-stop strategy. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the, I really hope that they've given up for this season and have focused on next year because, boy... <laughs> As Guntus says all the time, we look like a bunch of <laughs> wankers. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's true. By the way, I've done my research. Uh, the last time Alfa Romeo was on in the points was also Valtteri Bottas in P10, and that was Canada. Oh, okay. So, it's so been a while, uh, and then before that was what was that back in May or something? Was it or? June? And June, before June. that was Joe Guanyu in, in Spain. So they they actually started the year right. And mm. I don't know, ever since, obviously, Canada, it's been no good. Average. Yeah. Similar to, um, F, uh, what do we call it? Aston Martin. How they've just fallen back a bit. Yeah. And so that was all of the finishes. Only 15, which is con- amazing, considering how we only had two non-finishes in Singapore with one DNS. Um, so let's start off with one I'm a bit sad about, Alex Albon. Uh, he started 13th, but he decided to become a plane. Well, he didn't decide one. that. Valtteri Bottas decided that. <laughs> uh, that is true. Uh, yeah, Alex was just an innocent bystander. Um, well, not innocent bystander, but uh, innocent witness, I should say. Witness? What am I looking for? He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's it. They tried, <laughs> yeah, they tried to go four wide into... Well, not even not even into turn one. It was on the straight still. It was a bit. Ri- it was before, yeah. It was a bit ridiculous. It's kind of you know, watching kids in a go kart. Um, in my eyes, because that stuff mm. shouldn't happen, man. Like, you got spatial awareness and mirrors, and Valtteri's got a lot of experience. He should have backed out of that one. Mm. 
So yeah, and obviously I, Alex. Has if it wasn't for that, yeah, Alex has yeah, the potential to finish points every round. Yeah, yeah, I and I reckon he might not be able to get points this weekend. I reckon maybe he'll get almost where Alpha Terry was, but um, yeah, he he they see saw yeah they um tried to stretch it out as long as they could to the point where they just had to give up and retire. Unfortunately, yeah. So they were on target to finish. Um, but unfortunately, you know, the car had other ideas. But let's quickly talk about his teammate, um, who shouldn't be his teammate next year, hopefully. Logan yeah. Sargent. Yeah. Started in the pit lane, might we add. He didn't even qualify. He had to go to the FIA and ask, get permission to uh, to enter the Grand Prix. Really? Because um, he crashed before he... Yeah, so that's the old Formula 1 rule. If you don't get set a qualifying lap, you actually have to get permission to race. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't mm. know that. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> it's just even more embarrassing. And the fact that he got a 10-second penalty before he even started the race because the team pretty much built a third car when it came to rebuilding it. Have you seen the, um, uh, have you seen the price of damage he's done this year? I'm too scared to look, but it's probably in the... Ten digits. Uh, no nine. <laughs> you make it sound like nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, apparently, but, I don't know if you've seen it, but um, the bottom of the list is this happened, obviously, and apparently hmm. he's done two hundred thousand dollars worth of damage. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that because he hasn't had a crash this year, I don't think. No. So I'm assuming that's just wear and tear of the engine, to be honest. I would say, yeah, because, well, that's how much an engine's about, like... Oh, they're more than 20,000, so I'm just assuming... It's about, like, half a mil or a mil. Literally some oil. Um, Mm, Yeah. But um, uh, Logan has done $3.2 million worth of damage. It doesn't help when he's crashed literally every weekend since... even that much. No, so, yeah, look, I could see if it wasn't... um, yeah, he has had an average year, but he was he did have potential in Xanderfort. But he could have been I reckon, in my opinion, Williams probably were gonna sign him for next year. But then he just but kept then, crashing the car. And then Liam Lawson came up on the show. That's it. And um, apparently Felipe Drogovic too, so Yeah, well Felipe Which is, is a bit, bit of a weird one. Yes and no. It's weird in the sense that hey, look, you've got this guy who's come into Alphatari for five well, no, what's gonna be five races. And proved mm. himself, finished in the points, and is finished. Or he's been in, in Q two in every round besides the first one, I think. Oh, and maybe. Well, Singapore he made it in Q three. Yeah, exactly. Um, Zandervoort, he didn't. I no, think he, I, I think he was still. I think he was last. No, Zandervoort was the first one. That was the that was the one that was. Yeah, yeah, that's when Ricardo kind of hurt his hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, ignore so, that one. That was just yeah, a, yeah. an intro. But you got this kid who's proved himself. In a in a car that's pretty similar, let's be honest, it's pretty similar to the Williams mm. in terms of pace. Versus a guy who's about to win F two championship. I'm not he didn't win last year, but he was already in F two. And might I add, I'm pretty sure he finished better than Logan Sargent in the results. So Do you know what? I actually found something very funny. What was that? So <laughs> I saw this on social media. Sargent was actually competing against the for the championship in Formula Two with Oscar Piastri. Like they were neck and neck. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty insane considering where the two have ended up. And the Williams yeah. isn't even a bad car. No, like, you, you can't, can't even blame, say that. Anymore. You can't blame the car anymore. Yeah, it's no. like when Robert Kubica was there. It was literally a tank. 
And that's like, right, yeah. That's his name. I was trying to work that out. I was like, which was that Russian driver? Yeah, no, Robert Kubica. Nikita Mazepin. Tifi as well, like... Yeah. The Williams, I don't know why, but ever since probably the Stroll and Massa combination they've had, they've never had two good drivers. I still remember when um, Stroll got a podium in at Baku in 2017. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was cool. But, like, ever since that combination, they've never had two good drivers in their team. No, that's it. And speaking of Stroll, yeah. um, he's the next one. Yeah. Uh, 17th. Started 17th, DNF. What actually happened to him? I missed that. Him. So um, he actually, his rear wing started to fall off, oh, um, okay. So which caused the DNF. But I don't know if that's from the first lap crash or something. It was just random. It could have been debris. Um, yeah, probably. But it's a bit hard to drive these cars without a rear wing. Yeah, even so the, probably even smart the call. I had to avoid the debris. It was that much that's it. The main thing is, though, Stroll started the race. Yeah. This time. He actually qualified. Sergio Perez, uh, oh my god, where do we begin? Um, started fifth. Did he get caught? In, I've written in my notes here. What were you doing, mate? And that's it. <laughs> so, what exactly? What happened? Was he in the lap one crash? Um, I don't think so. I think he copped debris. Look, I'd have to watch it again to be honest, because he was involved in so many incidents. It's not even funny. Oh. No, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he did. He came in, I think, lap one or two or something and got a new front wing only to ruin it when he crashed into the back of Magnuson. Yeah. Which was a, such a rookie move. It wasn't even um, a move. He was so far back. <laughs> like, Magnuson, like, he had that corner straight away. Like He wasn't even there by the time the apex was there. Oh, but, like, it couldn't have been a worse scenario. Like, he was on hard tyres compared to Magnuson on mediums. He was so far back, and he locked up. Yeah, and um, it was weird. They actually, he retired, then he came back out for a lap or two, and then he had to retire again, which I've never seen before in Formula 1. But no. we're so used to seeing that in supercars, I consider that normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, supercars are built a little bit better than F1 cars. Um, yeah, that's true. And plus, you know, they get points for finishing last. Yeah, true. Look, I don't know. The, the Perez conversation... The Perez conversation... <laughs> the Perez conversation uh, annoys me, honestly. It it really annoys me because here we are talking about guys who are fighting for an Alpha Tauri seat and his Perez going and literally throwing the championship away after the summer break. I'll be surprised if he actually keeps his seat next year. I don't understand why he's the conversation hasn't started about him start like I'm assuming that Red Bull, if this continues the way it is, will make a change mid season that the Kings are doing that. However, I don't know why they're even waiting to then. Like, look you hired the guy to compete against Max after, let's face it, one win. Like, they literally hired him the day that he won that race. And I, I, in a way, I still don't understand why. I do understand why, but I don't. Because 
he hadn't proved himself that much to get it. It was literally the only seat left on the grid, and he happened to manage to get the best role. And then they kicked out Albon, who, by the way, is now a stud. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, he replaced Albon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they kicked out Albon, who literally didn't get a podium twice because of Lewis. The kid just oh, got absolutely shafted. And I still hate that. Yeah, so do I. And, look... I, I, the Perez conversation really bugs me because he doesn't deserve to be there. Yes, he's had a few wins, but let's be honest, most... How many has he had? Three? Three or four? He's had, he's had too many. Too many to be in a Red Bull. Yeah, no, 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 no I said wins. Like, How many wins has he had? For oh, wins. He's, I, I remember he won in Jeddah. Yeah. Was that it? Or did he have... T- I swore he had two uh, in that too. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think he's had three. But, look, most of them were legitimate against Max. Like, the Jedi one, for example, he did. He led start to finish, so he deserved that one. But I still don't think over a year, look, Red Bull are the team, like Mercedes, that wants to win races, want to win championships. And you gotta be, you got to be there, man. You have to be there. And That's it. Well, he keeps it's cracking still amazing. It's amazing that he's still second. But I wonder how yeah. long he will be second for come the end of the year. Well, let's, um, have, a look. let's have a look at the standings. I like, think I, like 20, I, odd, 20 I or 40 odd safe. Oh, hang on. Might not be because... No, he's 33 in front of Lewis. That's right. Yeah, so um, we'll get into the points in a minute after we talk about the last place finisher. But I don't see him staying there next year like for the whole year. No, I'll be shocked. Knowing Red Bull. But the problem is Red Bull don't kick people out. They just demote them to AlphaTauri. But you're going to have to watch Ricardo Sonoda very closely. Yeah, Valtteri Bottas, once again, uh, not doing good. So, yeah, look, I'm kind of bored of talking about Bottas not finishing. There's nothing really to talk about, to be honest. No, he... How many laps did he last, like... 15. Um, he had a hole in the side pod or, and some suspension damage, which eventually caused the DNF. He said the car was undrivable. Plus, he actually um, got spun by, with, by Sergeant. Oh, that's well. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which ruined his day. Yeah, he did seven laps. So, um, yeah, that wasn't very good. Uh, so, yeah, that was the whole grid. The race was probably six out of ten. You know, not much on-track action, but a lot of behind the scenes. Um, so now let's have a quick look at the top 10 of the driver's standings. So I'll run you through the top 10. Uh, Max is already clear the top. He's on 400 points. Uh, next is Perez on 223. And like we said before, this gap has closed down to Lewis Hamilton, who's on 190. So it is literally on for second place, um, which is cool. As a spectator, it's great. So... Kind of wish that Perez uh, has some rounds where it doesn't really go well. Just make it close, just for fun. Um, and then actually, Fernando Alonso is not far behind. He's in fourth and he's on 174 points. Um, another 16 behind Lewis. And then a f- following another 16, actually. Was, no, sorry, 24. Four points behind Alonso is uh, sorry, Carlos Sainz. Uh, another 15 points is his teammate Charles Leclerc, 
And then the McLaren Storm Train is coming uh, with Lando in seventh. Even. He's actually even with George Russell, which I didn't realize. Uh, we said last week's episode that Piastri would pass Stroll by the end of the year. He actually did it in one week. So, <laughs> uh, I love that. I love that. He's week. He's passed him. He's now in ninth. And Lance Stroll is now in tenth. And uh, uh, cheeky. Sorry, I'll, just, I'll just do 11th because Gasly is yeah. one point behind Stroll. <laughs> it's all quite tight um, at the back end of the middle pack. All right, um, let's have a quick look at the top five in the constructor standings. We've got Red Bull leading the way with 623 points, who have also clinched the constructor's title already, as we mentioned before. Mercedes is following not so close behind with 305 points. Uh, Ferrari's in third, 285 points. Uh, Fourth is Aston Martin with 221 points. And slowly but surely catching up is McLaren in fifth with 172, which I can see them potentially overtaking Aston if they continue to perform the way they are. The, with the momentum that McLaren have, I think that will be a very close battle for that position. And then down the order, the only real close battle is Haas and Alpha. Uh, they're eight and ninth with twelve and ten points respectively, and then AlphaTauri is behind on five, so they're last uh, on only five points. But they've had more momentum than Haas and Alpha Romeo probably combined. <laughs> so yeah, well that's it for the Japanese Grand Prix. Um, if you did enjoy this episode, feel free to hit a like, subscribe, follow wherever you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or google or even if you're listening on youtube um feel free to hit a follow and subscribe check out our socials at uh let's talk dot motorsport on instagram and tiktok um and we've also got a facebook as well um just search up let's talk motorsport alex would you like to give your socials out um just before i head off uh obviously follow me on my social media uh, Alex Mosley Sim Racing on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and Twitch. Forgot, forgot about those. Um, where I do a weekly stream at least once a week uh, with my busy schedule at the moment and now with this podcast. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for having me on the show again. And, uh, of course, you can follow me uh, at Instagram on Instagram at DanielLeckle35. Again, all the links will be in the description below. And uh, stay tuned for next week. We'll probably be doing a Bathurst uh, weekend preview um, as we've only got one week to go to the great race. That's all from us. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.